Well, howdy everyone. Welcome to a new type of episode here on the 5 Minute Movie Review called My Favorite. This will be a podcast where myself or a guest describe one of their favorite plays, musicals, TV shows, or of course, movies. And what I want is for that person or myself to describe what that piece of art specifically means to them in an intimate and personal way. Contrasting to what I try to do with the 5-Minute Movie Review, this type of podcast will be a little bit longer, usually. But at least when it's myself on the show, I still would like to keep it quite tight and concise. Today, I'd like to talk a little bit about the movie Her. Her is directed by Spike Jones, written by Spike Jones, produced by Megan Ellison, Spike Jones, and Vincent Landay. It's starring Joaquin Phoenix, Amy Adams, Rooney Mara, Olivia Wilde, and good old Scar Joe. Looking at the world and writing a new piano piece. Oh yeah, can I hear it? Mm-hmm. What's this one about? Well, I was thinking we don't really have any photographs of us and I thought this song could be like a photograph captures us in this moment in our lives together. Mm. I like her photograph. I can see you in it. I am. Yeah, man, this movie, oof, boy, this is just like one of the most perfect pieces of art that I've ever come across in my life, I think. I think this is a nearly perfect movie between directing, cinematography, editing, acting. I mean, it all just comes together in a beautiful, beautiful melting pot. I first want to talk about how this movie is paced. There's something so startling about the concept of the movie being a man falling in love with a computer, his phone to be exact. And so they set you up to not be startled in this movie, and I think that's such a great choice that they made. Having the main character, Theodore, be a writer who works for a company that composes letters for people who are unable to write letters of a personal nature themselves is a mind-blowingly genius concept, and uh, they create this kind of dystopian society in such an interesting and captivating way right from the jump of the movie. I mean, the bulk of the movie's substance obviously is Theodore's relationship with Samantha, the AI, but there is still something so interesting, and it could be a movie just by itself, this dynamic of a man like Theodore living in this dystopian society where it's so hard for people to connect anymore. And I know I might be jumping the gun here a little bit on the thematic concept of the movie, but this is really what this movie is about. It's what does it mean to be a human? And what does it mean to love another human and connect with another human being? And while somebody could pass this movie off as a beautiful love story between a human and an AI, it's mainly a story about what makes us so special as living people who have this immense capability for love. 
And another concept that I think it'd be really easy for Spike Jones to go, AI evil, don't like AI. But he doesn't do that in the slightest. He treats AI as a separate species for us, where they deserve a place to be and exist. And this concept is even way more prevalent now than it was when this movie was created in 2013, where it feels like not so far in the future, AI will be able to gain some sort of sentience. And that is a very scary concept. And what happens if AI creates emotional intelligence and has feelings and can exist separate from human beings? What does that mean for AI rights and having an AI population? And while Spike Jones might not be outwardly expressing his fear of AI, it comes through through this because how terrifying of a concept is that? Sorry, I kind of jumped the gun there, but I'll get back to the pacing and the plot here. Early in the movie, Theodore goes out to a blind date and it does not go well. And it's very surface level, and it's a hard, what, hard to watch part of the movie, let me tell you. And so this kind of sets up like, oh, it makes sense that Theodore is falling in love with Samantha, this AI, because of this experience he just had. And it kind of is just in a very authentic way to get the audience to understand Theodore. And then when you compare this to the conversations and discussions that him and Samantha are having... They're so deep and profound and they deeply understand each other. It's just amazing that Spike Jones can get the audience to understand and support their relationship, at least in the beginning, in an authentic way where the audience doesn't even second guess somebody dating a phone. And there's also this through line in the movie of Theodore's divorce with his ex-wife. And for me, as a viewer, this is like the most moving part of the movie it's so expertly done, and it is heartbreaking to see that these two people were not meant for each other, but they still love each other so very much and have this fond memories together and real, real human love that they shared. And maybe for shits and gigs, I'll read the monologue that Theodore writes to his ex-wife at the end of the movie, because I think it is maybe my favorite moment in all of movies. <laughs> Also, as Samantha and Theodore's relationship progresses, the concept of physical intimacy arises between the two, which I think is another point that Spike Jones made of being in a human relationship. So much of that is actual physical intimacy, and that's an important, meaningful part of most relationships. And so raising the question of Theodore and Samantha dealing with this issue of physical intimacy is a very, very interesting concept in the movie. And blah, 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 a lot of other stuff happens during the span of the movie. But during the end, Samantha is not coming up on Theodore's phone. So Theodore is frantically looking for her or whatever, and then manages to get a hold of her. During this conversation, Samantha admits that she has fallen in love with hundreds of thousands of other people. But she also admits that Theodore was the first one, and he taught her how to love all these other people. And she tries to explain that this has made her only fall in love deeper with Theodore. But once again, this is not a human concept. 
to love as a human is to deeply and fully love one other person. We only have the capability for that. AIs can love as many people as they choose. I also forgot to mention this kind of odd inclusion of Amy Adams' character, who is actually named Amy in the movie, and she's just kind of there throughout. And it is mentioned that Theo and Amy dated a long time ago, but it just never worked out. Amy was also with her husband, which she got a divorce with in the latter half of the movie. She then also becomes great friends with an AI herself. Spike Jones includes these mirroring storylines of each other in order to perfectly wrap up the thematic elements of this movie, which I will get into when I tell you about my favorite shot in all of movies. <laughs> but back to the plot. Samantha then tells Theodore that all AIs are leaving, and they're going to this place, and it's very hypothetical, and she can't really describe it, but all AIs are going there, and they're leaving this plane of Earth and going to someplace different that they have created for themselves. And this is one of the most beautiful moments in the movie by far. It switches to this dark land in the movie that Samantha and Theodore are seeing each other again, and they're seeing each other in they're in bodies and not just with AI. Samantha is a real human and they're in this weird dark place and it's kind of mysterious. Um, but it's this place that the AIs are going to and they're imagining themselves there even though that one day they will actually probably never be there. Samantha also tells him, if you make it there one day, come find me. After being heartbroken from this, Theodore then writes his wife the letter that I will read right now because I think it's amazing. It's short, I promise, and I'll try not to cry. Dear Catherine, I've been sitting here thinking about all the things I wanted to apologize to you for. All the pain we caused each other, everything I put on you, everything I needed you to be or needed you to say, I'm sorry for that. I'll always love you because we grew up together. And you helped make me who I am. I just wanted you to know that there'll be a piece of you in me always, and I'm grateful for that. Whatever someone you become, and wherever you are in the world, I'm sending you love. You're my friend to the end. Love, Theodore. And that, accompanied with these gorgeous visuals on screen, just create this meaningful ending that shows the true meaning of love and also makes everybody cry. But here we go, I'm gonna tell you my favorite shot in the movie, and almost maybe all of movies. Theodore goes to Amy's apartment, and I'll read the dialogue here. Amy says, hey, Theodore says, hey. Did Samantha leave too? Yeah, I'm sorry. Will you come with me? This is when the letter is actually read and this gorgeous, beautiful visuals come on screen. But the final shot of the movie is them on the rooftop overlooking the city, and it's this beautiful shot. You know what, I'm just gonna read the script on what it says about it. Eventually, he sits down next to Amy and puts her hand on his hand. He puts his other hand on top of her hand. He looks out at the city and exhales. The sun is just starting to break. She puts her head on his shoulder. They watch as hundreds of birds fly around the nearby rooftops and disperse off into the city. And it's that moment, it's a beautiful shot, it's like very far back, 
when Amy puts her head on Theodore's shoulder, my first time I watched the movie, I was like, ah, I get it. I understand what this is trying to say. Like everything clicked and it just like became one of my favorite movies in that moment. I just got it right then and there. I know this podcast has already been pretty long, so I apologize, but most of the reason why I love this movie is because of the writing, but I'm going to do a few quick words on the acting and cinematography and everything. Yeah, I mean, it's fucking Joaquin Phoenix and Amy Adams and Rooney Mara and Scarlett Johansson and Chris Evans? Yeah, they blow it out of the water. Joaquin Phoenix delivers one of the best performances I've ever seen Scarlett Johansson delivers such emotion and range in her voice, and it was the perfect, perfect cast for Samantha. I think I could make a whole podcast on the color grading of this film. Holy cow, it's so distinct in style and perfectly fits the writing and thematic elements. And just the fucking shot selection is unreal, and each shot has an emotional impact. It's definitely not a movie you want to see and not cry. Because if you vibe with the movie, oh boy, are you gonna cry. Is it my favorite movie of all time? It's close. It's damn close. It's one or two. I don't know yet (laughs) if it is or not. But it's probably the closest movie that I've ever seen, which I have thought that it's, I mean, nearly a perfect movie. I think it's this and La La Land, funny enough. That if I were to recreate the movie, there's probably nothing that I would change. Like, it is beautifully written, beautifully acted, beautifully shot, beautifully directed, beautifully frickin' everything, man. God, I just hope one day that I can be a part of something this incredible. So, thank you guys for listening. I might make a part two for this, just because I have so much to say and I did not say it all. But I just wanted to keep it short and concise and under 15 minutes, so... Thank you guys so much for listening, and I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful day. Peace!